Well, but did you do? <laughs> I do like the idea of a pre-title, though. I like a nice pre-title. I, I come up with them when I do them. So have yeah. you seen what they're called? No. Do you want to know what I've been no. calling them? Because it might give us... Uh, you might actually no. not like them, and no, you might decide like that... I'll say, this is it, mate. This is it. Hold on. I don't think you should move to Bedford, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's just best for everyone. The first one was called The Beginning. The second was called Loneliness. The third oh, one yeah, was called... Oh, yeah, it was called Loneliness or something. Loneliness. It is spelt right. It's blatant with a typo in the summary or something. Oh, maybe in the summary. No, Loneliness. Lonely... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was done on purpose. And yeah, the individual, the Parisian tale. Bargain. I love that. Never surrender. Never back down. <laughs> never apologise. Always like, move on. Like Trump. Yeah, strong and wrong. Strong, strong and wrong. wrong. Bargain bucket werewolf. Mobility shooter, which you that liked. That was a good one. That was a good uh, one. Family fortunes. All yeah. games are adventure games. And then shock horror, because that was a bit boring. That was really good. Uh, no, it wasn't. That was really <laughs> strong, mate. <laughs> Who knows what new heights we'll attain with this one. Welcome to module nine. Ten. Ten, whatever! <laughs> well, well, all I'm <laughs> saying is that it's in my Google Drive document as Module 9, and I can't be wrong. You... Wrong and strong. Strong and wrong. Strong Always. and wrong. Yeah. Or wrong and strong, whichever way you want to go. Yeah, whatever you want. Welcome. <laughs> Come off it. Stupid. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast. Yes. Welcome to Module 10. That's right. That's uh, what I said. That's what you said. Check the, check the recording. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, well, I'm not going to edit it nope. at all in any no. way, shape, or form. Can no. you just say Module 9? Oh, there it is. Any way, shape, or form. Do you remember the drinking game from like three podcasts ago? No. There's the post-it. Oh. <laughs> any way, shape, or form. He's done it. What have I said? Finally, we can drink. I didn't say that. You Did say, I? You, you said that, but we have to acknowledge who was it on Twitter? Someone said, "If beautiful. you guys use the word beautiful again, I don't have a problem with it." But no, no it I, I do. I, I do. have a problem with I myself. Have a problem with myself. I, problem with um, myself. I, I saw that, and it was Pablo, I think, and um, yeah, and. I very nearly, I didn't have time, but I very nearly did go through all the podcasts, the clipping all, all of yeah. the beautifuls. Um, so I, well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we will actually do that uh, in the coming coming weeks. <laughs> well, let's see how underemployed we are. <laughs> Fun. Fun times. So what are we doing today? Well, welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, Module 10. As yes, I said, we are you. talking today about... I wanted to talk to you about mobile games again. Yes. I don't think we did enough, and... Uh, it's always constantly replenishing landscape, isn't it? It, it is. I mean, we were just talking before, and I quite liked my little thing that I said, is that before we used to say there used to be an app for that. For anything, there's an app for that. Yeah. Now there's a game for that. There's a game for anything now. Is there really? Mm. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Go on, well, tell me what you've got, because I've got a good example of that. So I've been playing... So let me, t- let me just give you kind of uh, the reason why I went back to this. I play a lot of games, as you know, mm. um, and one of the most frustrating things for Aisha, actually my partner, my wife, is is that when we're watching TV, I've always got something on the go, either on my phone or the Switch or something. Okay. Um, what I realised, having done the podcast on the mobile games, is that I hadn't actually changed up my games in about four years. Mm. So I was playing the same rotation. And actually, let me just show you what's on my phone now. Oh, you're going to make me look at your folders again. So you see the game section here. This was the yeah, ones that made it. These with your four, perfect. and it's, it's always what's happened here. 
I've actually, instead of having oh, wow. them as outside and putting them into a folder, I've created a sub folder for games where i'm testing and now that's full yeah. so i've actually gone back um, and the... i love that you're sort of there's like four games that you're in a relationship <laughs> and then there's six where it's complicated i love that <laughs> well uh, uh, the reason was i started remembering we would start because we, we spoke about action adventure games we spoke about adventure games and we spoke about that kind of uh, do you remember the novellas when you choose your own adventure when you were reading the stories oh, the best they were amazing and i thought i haven't actually done a role play game like that in a in a long time and the last time i checked for this kind of game was about eight years ago realistically and there wasn't really much... You're talking about an actual text-based app Text-based app game right. that wasn't just text. There have been text games that are just... You have to sit down and draw it down and write it down to be able to figure out where you're going. But there was nothing, nothing that was visual. Right. So I went on to look for actual, sort of adventure reading games. Yeah. And there's a plethora of them available. So I've just downloaded packs of them. Literally spent... I've never spent any money on the app store no, ever no and, and in the last it two weeks point of principle doesn't it yeah, yeah but in the last two weeks i've spent 30 quid on apps what? not in app purchases which is by the way another subject matter that we want to talk about in the future loot yes. boxes and and in-app purchases um which has been requested so we will definitely come on to that but um i have been playing these games non-stop now amazing what about you well, um, I, I totally want to talk about that directly. Um, but you saying that there's a game for everything. Um, I've, got, I've got... There's a couple of things that I've found. I don't like where this is going. You're going to love it. I don't like there's it. There's a great game. I think I read a, an interview with the two women who made it. And it's called Hashtag Self Care. Come on. <laughs> It's it's really good. It's such an ambiguous title. That's I the really, problem. Well, <laughs> I really like it. Hold on. I'm just going to go onto Twitter and just see what hashtag self-care actually comes up. Oh, really? Yeah, because, really? I mean, that is that is kind of the basis for, for well, everything. Here's right? the idea of the game. It's really, it's, it's really nice. It's just this very kind of mellow thing. And it sort of very clearly says, just like, the, this is... This is like anti-matter to you, Tamar. This is like anti-game. Because it's all about the goals. All about the points. All about the stasis. All about the winning. Hashtag smashed it. This is hashtag self-care. And it's literally a tableau of a really nice sunlit bedroom. And you are this kind of figure lying half asleep. Hands are under the duvet. This is, I mean, but, this is yeah, getting... Yeah, right, I mean, what, calm what, down, just... calm down. There's a cat on the end of it's the bed It's a family snoozing. show, Yes, Jake. and it's a family game. Right. Cat's on the end of the bed <laughs> snoozing. And there's just, there's like a plant. And you kind of, you just click on things around the room. And so you you might click on there's like some crystals or something. So it's a point and, and click, and it, effectively. And it, yeah, and, like it just, an and a little thing will come up saying, um, uh, let's, yeah, crystals are great for energy. Let's just think about that and do some breathing. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, or so, something like that. Oh, there's a telly. I think there's a telly there, and you click on it. And, and, and this is the point, though. There's a slight problem where <laughs> you slightly feel like you're dealing with a passive-aggressive yoga instructor on a retreat. <laughs> Because suddenly it says things like, we don't need that. We don't need that TV, do we? We don't. And there's that. I'm not sure. You know, when people say we like that. Yeah. I feel like, hang on. 
Yeah. I'll decide yeah, if yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't tell me we don't need... I might need the television! And I frequently do. So I got a it's bit not wound very up. I, I, I couldn't it's self-care. Not very caring. Listen, I self-medicate with television. <laughs> I mean, that's date. I mean, that's not even Google. That's even worse than Google. At least with Google, you can self-medicate completely wrong, yeah. whereas um, and and probably end up fine. Whereas Listen, if, you... if I don't watch two or three episodes of Money for Nothing on iPlayer every day. I'm cranky. Well, just for just for your reference, there is nothing on the game on self care on Twitter. Okay. Just for a point, Fair there's well. a lot of meditation time. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people don't want to know. So yeah. there's another um, know when to stop. That's just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> self care, know when to stop. It, it's yeah. worrying. Well, the whole point of self care is you do know. Yeah, when exactly. To stop. That's what makes it the best kind of care there is, right? <laughs> stop, stop! 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 Um, Second thing is I had an experience where, and I'm wondering if anyone has ever had this experience, ever. Uh, I was on YouTube, wanted to watch a video, and an advert came up. And it was an animated thing of like a chat, like a sort of a WhatsApp text chat thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after five seconds, there's the skip button, Mm. and my finger hovers over it. But this chat gets quite intriguing. And, uh, but to cut a long story short, basically, you I clicked the on the link and I immediately installed the thing it was advertising. Wow. Which, wow. who has that ever happened in I, human history? I have watched ads through. So there will be a sure. really interesting ad that comes up and you can skip yeah. after five seconds. And yeah, actually, yeah. it's two and a half minutes long. Yeah. And my favorite one was about the Chinese green industry that was emerging from china creating green energy and it was an ad amazing on youtube and it was just it was so bizarrely placed and it's something that i obviously care quite a lot about so it caught my interest and it had nothing to do with the video so you know how they Mm pre-roll vids with ads that are relevant to the video no no i was watching an f14 tomcat taking off a carrier dumping loads of carbon fuel and God knows what else. But the ad was all about renewable energy. Why were you, why were you It was DCS. It was the flight simulator sure. thing. So, but, so it was completely and utterly removed Self-care. from this. <laughs> <laughs> Had a good workout that mm. night. Um, so the ad, was, uh, the ad was, was, was really interesting. It was two and a half minutes long. And, but I, know, I didn't click through it. And the, the only reason I think that I didn't click through it, and this might be why, is because I watch all of my YouTube on the Xbox. Okay. So it's very hard to click through. There's no, you know right, how you get the ads and the hyperlinks work. doesn't yeah. really work. So, okay. so that's, that's what it is. But that's really interesting. So, so what it was was. Yeah, it I was, was going to say, what is it? There's this uh, text chat uh, and it sort of said. And it's uh, like those funny things that you get between like my mum sent this and, my, and you see this all live being be. typed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. that. And yeah. so it's, um, the first text comes in and says something like, uh, uh, Mrs. Jones, um, it's uh, Doug. Uh, uh, I'm really sorry. I know that you know you guys are out and having a good time, but it would be great if you could come home. And a message comes. I say, "Hey, Doug, what, what, what's up?" And Doug says, uh, "It's just well, it's 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 your kid. Um, he's he's locked himself in his room, um, and but he's making a huge noise in there, and I can't get in. And I'm really sorry." I know I should be able to take care of this as your babysitter, but I, I just don't know what to do. And the the mum texts back and says, don't go in the room. Wow. And you're like... What's going on And he on says, here? Like, no, no, it's fine. I, I think I can get in there. And she's like, I'm serious. We never should have done this. I'm so sorry. 
don't go in the room, leave the house. Whoa. And you go, what Whoa. is, what's going on? And, and so that was right. Like after about five seconds, I was like, yeah. oh, hang yeah, on a yeah, minute. Yeah. They've caught you. They've hooked you yeah, within yeah, the yeah, five yeah, seconds, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really hard to yeah. do. And, uh, and we've got people still listening now. I don't know how they're still listening. Well, that's just never <laughs> underestimate atrophy. Well, they're playing games. <laughs> but um, self-care. Play, <laughs> what's the point? So uh, what this is, this app is called Lure, L-U-R-E. Okay. okay. And it's all text-based fiction okay so it's all based on these dialogue exchanges that's really clever and it's they do horror and mucky gubbins wow uh and you can take your pick so that's really interesting because in about i can't remember when it was it was must must have been 2009 2010 Mm -hmm. orange the then yes i don't know if they still no they became e didn't they orange the phone the mobile phone network orangey orangey um they partnered up with. Didn't a, they become three? I think they became EE. Oh sure. I think. Whatever. I'm not I'll sure. Take my microphone. It's matter. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but they were working on because they were a French company. They were working with a French developer, and they were working on this live action app-based video game. It never got off anywhere, but it was very. It was a very interesting thing, and it was very much like that. Instead of the text messages, the interactivity elements of it, you were a detective. So you were getting assets to your phone. You were getting videos, mm-hmm. you were getting audio clips, and you had to decipher them as a detective trying to figure out this crime with all of the CCTV footage that you were getting and all yeah. of the public videos. Oh, it was fun. very, very cleverly done. It never got off the ground. I think for the time it was way too ambitious, and I don't think that the mobile phones had the technology to be able to you know, really kind of display and the the amount of data that you needed at that time as well. I mean, anybody that's listening to the podcast now, you can download this audio and it'll take up 20, 30 meg of space on your phone. Back then you're talking about hundreds of meg, um, you know, so it was a yeah, difficult yeah. thing. But it's very interesting that that's, I'm going to check that out. So it's Lure. Yeah. Lure, L-U-R-E. Very good. Very I haven't good. actually read any of the stories through, but I, I was like, I have to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you and pay I for it? Was, it? was it paid for? I think it's free. I think it's ad, advert sponsored. So it's, okay, stuff, so, so it's in-app purchases and, yeah. and ad, ad-driven. Well, I've been playing, um, I came across a, a, a publisher who I've, who I've come across before, but I didn't really, didn't really click at all. And um, they're called Inkle. And these guys do these action adventure stories that I was telling you about. And I've been, the first one that I came across, one of my favourite childhood stories I read when I was about seven, and it stuck with me, it still is with me, was 80 Days Around the World with Phileas Fogg. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember reading that on the balcony in Syria. So I, we used to go to Syria every single year in the summer. And obviously as a child, there wasn't much to do other than read. So I would read and read and read and read. And I found an, a game that you are Phileas Fogg. So you get to choose the routes that you take and the transport that you take. Amazing. Now, I haven't started it properly because I've been saving myself. But I bought, like I said to you, I bought a pack of different games. And one of them was a a pirate game. So you get to be a pirate and (laughs) explore the seas. And I've died multiple times on that. I've only Mm -hmm. got past the first island. Uh, The other one is by a guy called Steve Jackson, who I want to talk about. So exciting! No, so him and Ian Livingston were like they were the kings. Warlock of Firetop Mountain was yeah. the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, what was the woods? There was a wood one that was I can't scary. I can't remember. There were scary. But Ian Livingston was the, was <laughs> they were quite scary. Did I say you swear? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you um, edit, mate. <laughs> um, 
they were scary. They were very, very scary. But Ian was the UK Dungeons and Dragons and all that kind of stuff. So and actually, right. if anybody's interested in knowing more about Ian Livingston, we did a full feature on him in Checkpoint, uh, I think issue three or four. Um, so go and get that uh, and read through it. But he was hugely important. But Steve Jackson, I didn't really know much about Steve Jackson until later on in, in, in life, only about five, ten years ago. And that was really because of the gaming connection. But he's written these sorcery games and you are hmm. um you get to choose a character and you are this traveler that has to go and protect this kingdom hmm. and so this game's called sorcery yes and it uh, comes in four parts so far i think there are four chapters that have been written okay so you buy them they're episodic which is what we call in the games industry so for example if you've played life is strange you would download an episode it's like a tv series so you get an episode you play an episode season one yeah well episode you get the season i'd like to say season well it's not a season well i'd like because to sorcery say, is the season i'd like to describe it as seasonic it's not it's episodic well why is it called sorcery 2 then because it's the second Wouldn't that chapter be the same as series 2 no it's the well second no chapter. i don't agree well you don't well, need I've, to. i'm really sorry tell me it's all right i'd like you to leave <laughs> <laughs> until next week guys yeah well so you told me about this and i was yeah super, well i wasn't that jazzed and then when i realized it was steve jackson i was insanely jazzed so you haven't spoken to me about it so i want to know what you think because i'm on sorcery right. three right now have you played through one and two yeah <laughs> and rewound them so i've played all the different well, parts we, we need to talk about that that mechanism <laughs> right first of all i it took me a while to kind of dial back into that kind of world and and i we I, we spoke about a game two brothers that i played yeah a while yeah, ago yeah. and how i was finding it kind of hard because i'm basically callous and possibly psychotic to care um about these two and it was hard to sort of engage with this sort of fantastical realm of mystical lands and blah 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 and when it started sorcery i could feel my mental arms crossing a little bit you know what i mean that kind yeah. of oh yeah and uh so it says at the beginning you have walked through the wilds of kakabad <laughs> that's right kids kakabad <laughs> especially in daddy's shoe um and then you go past the star called peeny and i didn't know what that was all about and i was thinking I, d I don't you know i don't care about you know you must find the horn of taramasalata and go through the tiramisu, land of gravadlax to to tiramisu where you will trade the stones of fire guards like i don't care mm. i just don't care but but it's really good. It's really and good. And it absolutely took me back to the Warlock of Firetop Mountain, that kind of thing. And what I love, as you just touched upon, was the they've basically found a way to uh, digitize fingers. Yes. Uh, if you remember playing those games, so the, the, if you didn't play those games, they were literally a, a book. They were a novel, effectively, but split up into like a thousand paragraphs. And so you would say, um, you are gazing at the Sword of Gravadlax. Do you uh, pick it up and use it, or do you run away? Pick it up and use it, turn to 204. Run away, turn to 78, and you flick through to that paragraph, yeah. and then it would give you a choice, and you flick to the other paragraphs. And... What would end up happening was that uh, you would invariably die. Yes. Over and over again. Yeah, there, were, said, there were only... Thousands of ways to die and yeah, only one way... Only one or two ways to yeah. win. And, and, the, and the one, the one, there was only one good way to win. The other, good, the other way to win was Just you felt like you'd wasted your whole life. Y yeah, because there was no way back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd end up trying to hold 
the page where you pages were. Pages with your fingers, and right? Because so they weren't up... consecutive. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't figure out where that page right, was. Right, so you'd end up literally... And you don't want to flick through it because you don't want to read any of the other stories to no. ruin your own story. So you'd be holding like nine <laughs> steps with nine fingers. Jake didn't know about bookmarks but, when he was a kid. No, well, I wasn't allowed any... Pa- anyway, so... Um, Try just in case you had to work, go back and kind of retrace your steps. And all of those fun ways to die are still in this. So, for example, so far uh, in sorcery, I have uh, making a decision that says you have drowned in a forgotten hole. <laughs> made me think of Ina Garten, the barefoot countess. I don't know why. <laughs> you have been crushed and ground into powder. Yeah. You are strangled to death by a hundred snakes. Yeah. Um, oh, I've never. You made some really. I've never. I haven't had any of those. I had all of those, and I had all of those in the one first bit, one in the cave in in the first episode. Uh, oh, sorry, season. Oh. I'd like to call it a season. So, a season. Um, but what they've done is they've now got there's digital fingers, where you literally you can just rewind to the bit where you think you might have gone wrong and choose another path, which makes it a much better experience. Well, it also. One of the big things in video games specifically, um, and also books, which is a, is a shared thing that I don't think many people realise, is the replayability value, right? So if you buy a game, you want to be able to play it again. And, and the more story arcs there are, the more interesting it becomes. Now, invariably, what happens is you end up making the same decisions because your brain is that way wired. So it's very You're going to go down the same neural gonna, path. Yeah, yeah. But you might choose one slightly kind of different action than another. You might cast a spell, whereas you hadn't cast a spell before, for example. Um, I do like, by the way, just uh, with the Warlock of Firesop Mountain and, and others, uh, there was always a thing of uh, it is it is an orc and he is brandishing a club and then it will say test your luck and then you have to roll a dice yeah. and it was like if you roll a 4 or higher yeah. turn to 12 if you roll a 3 or lower turn, turn to, to 256 yeah, exactly. and uh, we never like there was always a you would always choose always which one. Yeah, you always, always flick to which one. Which one? Yeah. And they've sort of dispensed with that mechanism in this, which I think is probably a good idea. I think so there's a little good. sort of battle system, which is quite nice, I think. It took me a while to get through the combat system. I couldn't quite figure it out initially. But, but what it is, is that you have to keep your strength. And if you strike with more power than the opponent, you win. It, there's, it's very simple. I, I was trying too hard. It, got, it kind of got me a bit confused. But... But what I was saying about the replayability value is that it really does have replayability value. And Definitely. what's really interesting is, is you don't have to start the whole episode right from the beginning again. You can choose to take a different path. So everything that you've acquired and all the information that you've garnered from Sorcery, when you start Sorcery 2, all of that becomes available to you, which is really, 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 really interesting. But, and you won't have experienced this yet, when you go into Sorcery 2... The game season two, yeah. When you the the game, <laughs> sorry, the game evolves. So you are at a point where you start speaking to people, and depending on the way the conversation goes, you start getting different clues, and different clues mean different directions, and different directions mean different paths. So it's a lot more to it than just a book. So oh. it's it's allowed them that freedom to, or allowed Mr. Jackson the freedom to go completely and utterly haywire and create not just 
not just different paths for the story, but different dialogue paths, which would then create different story arches, which then end up having an influence. So rather than having those hundred ways to die and two ways to win, one of which isn't really a win, there are now many ways to explore that world without having to write or print. I think the printing and the distribution would have been the the biggest problem at the time. So it's really, really exciting. So if you play one segment and you don't really like the outcome of it, you only got two clues from speaking to that person, go back and play it again. You might end up with four, you might end up with zero. So it's it's really, really exciting. And actually I would highly recommend for those, these are the games that made me love literature and reading. And I think it's really, really, and and this is what I I don't know. I think Proust did a brilliant choose your own adventure. (laughs) Well, I was more of the Marx choose your own adventure. If you wish to research Le Tom's Perdue, turn to (laughs) Catravan Deux. But the point is, is that these were integral to my love of literature and reading. And and that it reminded me of that love of being. I remember just being in the car waiting for my mum. She went into the to the shop to grab something, and I just grabbed my book out of my bag and just wanted to know mm. what was what was going to happen next in in my story. And I switched on the light and and that love of literature and it's a really good thing for kids. Well, mm. I know we always come back to this, and I think because we've both got kids and families and stuff, it's it's a game that you can give to your kids, and actually you know that they're reading. So the, mm. the acquisition of languages is going to be much greater in a, in, a, in a story like that. But also it's decision-making and confidence-building and being able to be a little bit more understanding of different races and different, you know, different kind of people. Yeah, there's good, there's good messages in there. I mean, I, it, it's just, it's really good storytelling. It's excellent storytelling. And I think that, you know, even if you were to take out the... You could almost say the 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 gimmick of 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 choosing the the thing that it it's just it's really good writing, yeah, and nothing more or less than that really. No, it's, it's really it's, good writing. It's brilliant. Yeah, um, and 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 that's that's now the basis of most of the games I play at bed at night time. And actually, I've noticed I'm going to sleep at three o'clock in the morning now because I'm so, I just one more, just one more. I'm just going to go up here and I need to stop. Do more hashtag self care. <laughs> Anyway, that's great. No, I like it, and I'm looking forward to to uh, playing it. And and it is one of the like you say. To be honest, with all the stuff going on in in one's life, it's quite rare that a game properly pulls pulls at you when you're not playing it. And that that game, sorcery, definitely. I look forward to going to bed and yeah. turning the other way to Aisha, facing away, from <laughs> facing her, away from your wife, from my wife. Wow, to look at my phone. And uh, explore this world. Does she listen to this? She yeah. must, it's lovely for her to hear. <laughs> Could you just tell her? Well, I can tell her. There's always a place for you here. There's always a place. Excellent. Is it quiz time? Sure. <laughs> Have you done a quiz? Have I done a... Th- wow. Wow, Tamir. Wow. You just can't leave it alone. You've got to tweak the tiger's tail. Week in, week out. Here we go. Question one. Question one. You don't need to say question one. I was just doing it to try and flag up to you that it was time to get on with the quiz. I was the one that said... Wow! I said to you, should we do the quiz? Are we going to have a fallout, mate? No, buddy. Let me readjust myself on this seat. Question one. Question. What was the first video game in space? 
Now I really, I really, I really, I really want to say Space Invaders, but um, I mean, it's the only. I mean, unless Pong was supposed to be in space, but Space Invaders, I suppose. I have to take your first answer. Of course you do. Of course you do. Space Invaders. You've not left much room. Question two. Question two. And I don't need to. Because that's all the questions I've got because I forgot to do a quiz, all right? I forgot to do a quiz. Wow, one mistake and you never let me forget. I forgot to do a quiz. It's the only one I've got. Okay. That was the only question. Okay, so. So, questions two to five. I've worked out this mechanism in my head. I have to give you the point because the questions weren't there. So, I have to concede the point because that's Wouldn't my. Have been better so, for you've got four for points for question. A, no. B, no. C, no. D, get out. So you've got four points for questions two to five. Let's come back to question one and find out how you did in the quiz. Shut up. Everybody shut up. Oh, I've got it wrong as well, which is the most annoying thing. In a space shuttle mission... If you really want to get into it, it was Mm. space shuttle mission STS-96. Right. To the what International Space Station. 78? Just let me finish. Just... All right, all right, calm down. Give me some dignity. Just this was the first space shuttle flight that docked with the ISS. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, astronaut Daniel T. Barry took his favourite game with him. This is on the 27th of May, 1999. Hold on a minute. What was your question? What was the first video game in space? You, you, you. Not set in space. You, dude, you got four points of this quiz. Maggots. <laughs> you maggots. Atmosphere. Oh, which is. I can't up. believe you tripped me up. You are so cheap. What was me tripping? Go on, go on. It was on. not no, me tripping you fine. up. What was the first video game in space? All right, carry on. Starcraft. Starcraft. What's the first game in space. Was it's it a real time really? strategy game? Yeah, um, yeah. It was by uh, it was by Blizzard Entertainment, um, and it was a real time strategy game, much like Command and Conquer, but set in aliens. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that CD, that single disc, travelled three point five million nautical miles. Wow. And it orbited the Earth one hundred and fifty three times. And you're absolutely right because it now resides at the headquarters of Blizzard. Yes, Activision, California. Irvine, California. And that Blizzard was. The company, was, was, telling the company you for, I was telling you for what? Of World, of, World of Warcraft that had. Go on. No. Go on. Go on. What did it have, Jay? I don't believe it. What did it have? What did it have? Banging a tin tray on his head for attention while you tried to get the facts out. Fine. uh, This was the company that I was telling you about that had a greater GDP than half of the world's. Oh, was that them? That's them. That's Blizzard. Uh, Consequently, StarCraft 2 was released in 2000. Eight, nine? I don't know! But it's a but huge... Yeah, yes, yeah, huge acclaim and uh, critical acclaim and um, it is one of the driving forces of esports in the Far East. It's one of the most popular games that gets played a lot, StarCraft. Yeah. So I, I always assumed esports was a, a Yorkshire thing. Like. <laughs> e-sport. E-sport. No, that'd be e-sport, wouldn't it? Sport. Sport. E-sport. e sport I used to work at Radio Leeds. 
yes. for a very short time. Yes. And it didn't, it wasn't good. Was it no. Doris? Doris was born there, wasn't Dora, she? Dora Dale. Dora, Dora Dale was born there. No, she, she was actually born in, um, in Wadhurst. But then she lived in Ormskirk for a while. This is a fictional character I do. Give us, give us a bit of a sample. Go on. Well, it's based on my great aunt, Ruby, mm. who is amazing. She, uh, I think at 91, went to Egypt. Right. And wow. She was sad because she couldn't go on the hot air balloon ride, but she did ride on a camel. And she, at 92, I think she fell off uh, a chair. She was standing on a chair trying to fix the window in her kitchen. Amazing. Fell off it, smashed her head against the oven door. Broke the oven door, but she was fine. Wow. Um, but she, she, she was an incredible, and she was, she was lovely. Um, but she had a very weak voice that made, <laughs> this is harsh, made her almost unintelligible. Right. So the trouble was, and you wanted to be, you know, because she was lovely. And so she'd sort of grab your wrist and she'd say, she'd say, Oh my goodness. And, and you kind of go, uh, yes, yes, it was very funny. And she'd go, oh, not terrible. And you'd say, oh, uh, terrible. That's what I meant, terrible. Sorry. Anyway, so I just kind of could do her voice. Like, yeah, uh, not to yeah, yeah, No, well, no. Oh, I can no, do you it so it. well that I called my cousin, pretending to be her. Oh once, wow! Oh wow! Um, and saying, "I'm going to London. Give me a lift to the station." And my cousin was like, "I, uh, oh, I don't know. It might be quite busy. I don't know." Oh and, and he, he absolutely fell for it. Anyway. So I, I couldn't stop doing this voice. I was obsessing with it. I was doing this with my family all the time. This one summer when I was about uh, 19, I think. Couldn't stop. Yeah. I was phoning LBC as her. I, was doing, I, I couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop. I nearly drowned my whole family because I was doing. we were swimming out in the sea, <laughs> out of our depth. And I, and I started... And we all started laughing and discovered that the minute you laugh in water, you just sink like yeah, yeah, a stone. Yeah, it's hard. Because and then we started laughing at how yeah. funny it would be to drown as a family oh just laughing at this. And anyway, Dark. so um, over the years, it got softened. What's a bit less? until it became this which is Hill. And that's and then I did a couple of series for Radio Four Extra as, as amazing her, with her reminiscences, which were absolutely disgusting and nobody knew. <laughs> but it's amazing how influential family can be for characters isn't oh it? yeah of course i mean i don't i, I don't uh, you know you pretend to be don't you? sorry you have some characters i think i have one that's based on my late father oh really who i do for stefan dom on talk radio so he is in my father was this the isn't comp- the australian no no <laughs> no <laughs> no this is um my father was completely the opposite of um so my father God rest his soul was a was a, a very very good orthopedic consultant surgeon. Um, but this character that I've created is based on he. My dad had this very thick Arabic accent, even though he lived here for most of his life. Sure, He's, he still had a very Arabic accent, um, and it was in some places with the Arabic you take out. We don't do the th, we do za. Um, so I thought, and I, and I, we were talking, I was talking to Gabriella, who's, um, Stefan Don's producer now, 
And we were talking about doing kind of like a weird fake news. I thought it'd be quite interesting to have a character that could that was useless, a useless reporter mm. that didn't know what he's doing and just gets everything wrong. And the only what voice, a fresh contrast that would be. Well, I, I know, right? But <laughs> that it, never happens. It never happens. I mean, yeah. we all trust the news, but it was made funnier with the fact that my dad, even though he was highly intelligent, it was just comical listening to him. Right. So he would have conversations with but, people and he'd do the weirdest things like for example if i remember once aisha and i were sat with him and, and his friend came to visit him a psychi a psychiatrist this whole arab doctor world that they live in anyway the psychiatrist got got really into a conversation with me and my dad got really bored and annoyed he just, he just fell asleep and, and my dad snored so badly <laughs> so he's just sitting there going Fantastic. In between each word. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's funny how you take people that are completely not what they are and make them into something else and just take totally. a little totally. slither of what they are. But I would never do that to you. <laughs> I don't know how to take this. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, we totally digressed yes, from apologies. what we were talking about. Apologies. But I can't remember I, what it was. We were you were talking about Doradale. Uh, oh, the North East Sports. The North East, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Esports, back. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Esports. Esports is becoming a massive thing, and actually we should do something about it. Oh, because yeah, I'd love that. We really esports, esports in the Far East is hugely popular, more popular than anything else, because of the culture and the way that they live, and mm. because of the high-speed internet that they have, yes. they're able to have a much better esports. Stop playing sorry about that. I'm sorry. Um, there are also, they're, they're able to have a much better uh, infrastructure for esports and they, they draw in huge crowds. Right. Um, so esports is also very important when it now comes to racing. You've heard of the uh, GT Academy, which I don't know if you've heard of. It was Nissan had. Genotonic. No, Gran oh. Turismo Academy. Sure. So they used to take play, players from the PlayStation who were excellent at G, uh, Gran Turismo and put them into an academy and turn them into racing drivers. Actual real world. Actual drivers. real world. There was oh, a whole amazing. series on that on TV. Now that's evolved even more. Formula E, which is now yes. can't be kind of big things. A lot of the drivers coming from esports formula races really? because they understand it's a different way of driving a car. Right. It's much more. It's not because it's not mechanical. It's all about system management now. Right. Um, you know, you have to have the right system. It's yeah. very difficult, very technical to drive Formula E cars. It's going to be just like that with my Morris Minor. Yeah, I mean, that's when that's up and... And that looked hey, great, by the way, on Click. Did you click. see it on Yeah, BBC it looks click. fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. anybody, if you have not seen it, you can go to BBC Click and check it out. See my car. See your car. Uh, use a VPN if you're outside of the UK. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, so there's a whole world of esports and the next generation, and that then feeds AI learning, which right. then has a wider impact on industry. So it's a really interesting subject matter, which we should definitely look into. Yes, and I should definitely do some prep for Yes, maybe like you it. could do the quiz for it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Mate, I've got... They're all ready to go. I've got loads, loads of them. Great. Amazing. My one job. <laughs> well, I think on that note... Yes. I think we're pretty much... Oh, totally. Yep. What's that noise? I'm really sorry. That's the freezers kicked in. Oh, you, know what you, know, you, know what time, you know what it's time for. What's it time for? Time for us to leave. Yeah. What's the point? Hashtag what's the point. Keep that going, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. Um, do all the things. Do all the all things. All the sharings and the touchings and the feelings and the huggings. Checkpointmagazine.com uh, or CheckpointMZine on Twitter and everywhere else. You can find us on the website. So take it from there. And until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. 
No, but that's ah? supposed to be mm. you. Nah. Jake is supposed to say Bye. goodbye from him. Best. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nightmare.